Jennifer Zapparelli. Weekday morning from 9 on 2FM. Now, every Friday around this time, we do... F-I-E-N-D-S. Jen's Friends. Just Friends. There we go. And uh, that means it's time to look back at the best calls and texts of the week with two very dear, dear friends. In fact, they're so dear, we have to pay them a fortune to come in here and pretend to be my friends. We have the one and only Santa Zogaro and Norma Sheehan. Hello. Hello. Hello, How are you? Hello, Mary. How are you? (laughs) Oh, sorry, Jen. Jen, Jen, come on. We pay you enough. Get the name right. Uh, Norma, it's been a while. It's been a while. So good to see you, though. And uh, Santa's within, we were having a chat because uh, I, I know you've just met Santa's and she's the money mentor on Instagram and mm-hmm. has a book out. We'll talk about that in a second. But we had great chemistry on it. I said, we need to get her back in for Jen's <laughs> friends because she's a lot to say. She's deadly. What could she help me with money? I'm desperate. I'm desperate. I'm desperate. I'm, I'll get a lead for you now and you're not going to buy anything. Yeah. Can you be hired? It's just move in for a while. Her, it's like, it, all she does, she does people just to stop spending. Cop on. Well, yeah. she said, run your house like a business. Yes. I thought that was a great line. Yeah. It is a great line. And I have to say, you both look fantastic today. You don't look bad yourself, girl. Thank you. Um, <laughs> now, listen to me. Norma, you, you look particularly good today. Not yeah. that you look like shite other days, but you look great today. Uh, you're wearing pink. You don't normally wear pink. Well, I, I went through phases of pink when I when the kids were born. I didn't know why. And then recently, I needed to be a bit authoritative in a few situations. And I googled, what's my power colour? <laughs> and this is my power colour. And luckily, Penny's had a load of it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's your power colour. Yeah. So look, my phone's your Everything is pink now. Yeah. Your look at face. But apparently, yeah, for, for whatever my I didn't know we had power colours. I, I must. And what do you put in? Like your age, your height? Your oh, it was to do a star sign. It's star pr- oh, it's sign. probably a load of rubbish. I was desperate. I was desperate. You were desperate. I needed, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay, well, that is your power colour. Okay, listen, we had loads of texts and calls about accents on yesterday, yesterday's show. Uh, Santas, how many accents do you have? Hell yeah. Wagwan. <laughs> I have a load of them. Depends who I'm talking. Okay. Really? <laughs> Two of them. Um, if I go down to the country, give me about five minutes and I am down there, which I'm rolling around the bog. I know everything. Um, I I think because I came to Ireland when I was like um, 10, it was like adapt, north side of Dublin, fit in or get out. And I did fit in to the, for the most part. There wasn't yeah. a big Caribbean community there. Mm-hmm. So I did, but... I love I love my accent and I feel like I love looking at people's faces when they don't know what's coming. Can I ask you then, Santa, do you find that as a black person with a Dublin accent, people yeah. might treat you different on the phone than when they see you in person? Not really. Like the only instances that would really happen would be like a delivery man say he's, you know, he's coming in and then I'm like, yeah. And then I go out. Yeah, give us that. <laughs> and he's like looking at me and no one says anything. I'm like, and what? Say <laughs> <laughs> you know, it. and I go to I go take her, but I worked in the bookies for um seventeen years, so and in the city centre. So mm. and I've seen every type of accent coming in and you have to be strong. You have to have your real dub accents ready for them, do you know? So And speaking of uh, leaving the Caribbean when you were ten, when you speak to family uh, from yeah, back pat- what does that does that come back? Yeah, because I feel like it's like Dublinese you speak when you're in Dublin, really. Yeah. And when you're my Caribbean, like the we call it patois, so it's like basically English but broken over there. Because I think Dub like proper if you go into a proper Dublin household, 
it's not really English. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So, like, if you're just somebody who's learning the it's language, yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. what are you speaking, do you know? But when I go uh, um, speak to my aunts and stuff, and I'm may try to talk a little bit with a Caribbean accent, <laughs> I love it. it's like so. I have to slow down. Mm-hmm. I have to slow. They have to slow down for me I because they kill you, do they? They think you're like. They think I'm a. Um, yeah, they think your accent is gone, gone completely. Yeah, yeah. but mine isn't strong at all. It's. Yeah. It's. I need to go home. Do they like your Dublin accent? Yeah, and sometimes can they understand? Cousins, sorry, can they understand your Dublin accent? Sometimes I play with them. Like if my cousins, I have a lot of cousins in uh, Tottenham, and like that's another shock when I go over there and you know say I have my head wrap on and they're like, oh, she's just another Caribbean girl walking down, and then there's a Dublin accent come out, and and, and, like, and that's what? in the black community. They're like, what, what is, is going, going on? Like, yeah. whoa, mine is, I didn't see this coming. Or I walk into an Irish pub, and and just like I just get kicks out of watching I people's reactions I love it I love it it is gorgeous and you have a lovely gorgeous Cork accent Ash my accent's grand like but, but, but yeah. being an actor did you um did you experience any, uh, you know, accent oh. classes or like? Yeah, did, no, no. I'm, I've, I've, I've an issue. So I'm an actor. I'm meant to be able to do loads of accents. Yeah. And I when I went to drama you, you school. You do though. Um, no. Well, I can do it for a bit. Like in Shirley, I do 15 accents in The Matchmaker. I do a couple of other accents. It's grand oh. for a bit. But um, ah, yeah. But for a bit, like I didn't do the whole of Shirley in the Liverpool because it would destroy people listening to me for two hours. <laughs> but when I was in drama school, I used to have panic attacks. And no, when I say panic attacks, I mean like mood, moody face and I ran to the toilet for a bit. But um, like. Um, the dialect class you go into yeah. this dialect class twice a week in Rada and they would say it was the Newcastle accent sure I didn't know where Newcastle was mm. I didn't know the difference between Newcastle Liverpool um, Glasgow whatever and I used to be just sitting there with this grumpy face on me and the teacher thought I was just this sour wagon who was hating him and he said you know I can't teach the class with you you're so negative your energy <laughs> wow. is awful and I said I'm so glad you said that I am in hell I am in <laughs> wow. hell and I couldn't even enjoy the Irish accent class because they have their own version of it that it's not me like Irish yeah well they, 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 they have even... their own version of their Irish yeah. accent over there oh, of course they do them. yeah well Cheek as you probably Cheek. know um <laughs> So so yeah so so accents are a struggle with me but uh, I can do them if I need to if you pay you me can enough. Um, if you pay enough there we go back <laughs> yeah. to the money it's all about the cash today show me the money honey. can I talk about parents who are paying for help because on Tuesday we talked about a couple who went into counselling as soon as they knew a baby was on the way so they thought oh we'll get a counsellor maybe to navigate this tricky uh, road of parenting do you guys think that's a mad or a good way to prepare for change coming in your life Norma? I think once you have a baby that's the end of your relationship good luck don't be wasting money on a therapist um, I do think like if you have a baby with someone that you know whether it's a man or a woman you have it with whatever that person the other parent is in your life for the rest of your life there's no getting rid of them you that's know? true that's true so they're in your life so just get on with them try and have the crack um, yeah. do you think you can, anything can prepare you I mean you had twins I had as twins well, and, and you have one. another girl yeah but it, does anything would counselling have prepared you better is what I'm trying to ask you Norma no no no, I, can't, I don't no, I, I went to a counsellor once they just sat there and said nothing oh, right. you have to fix yourself <laughs> you do have to fix yourself it's just a room for arguments I would say look I'm just hanging out until you're sick of Lau and um and I'm sick them? of my f- well well I'm, I t- you look happy at the moment to be fair well and he was away for a very long period of time I think that really helps it really helps you know what I mean yeah, not yeah, seeing yeah, them yeah, is yeah, great yeah, yeah, oh my yeah. god uh, <laughs> Santa's yesterday we heard that uh, being single is actually healthier for women anyway are you happy to be doing it alone look it's hard it's hard with two with a five year old and a six year old who thinks they know more than you do yeah that's really hard but 
on a single journey, like I know I don't want to sound very woo woo, but like I'm finding myself and I'm starting to like, I'm like, I want to go solo traveling. And I feel like a man coming into it would be like, disrupt just, everything. Yeah, wrecking me buzz. And also, I also think, and I know it's bad. Like I'm like, you know, what's that? What's that actress's name? Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah, yeah she's and not, her and Tim. Yeah. I kind of like her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, her and Tim Burton. I don't know if they're with each other now, so I don't know if that worked out. But they live side by side, and I always thought, well, like if I got money, that's a good way of doing it. Like oh, you could the live next door. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, but even if a fella I'm seeing. <laughs> like oh, I feel like absolutely. I'm still kind of single snore? But do you snore do you fart do you like do you want some other above. person <laughs> yeah so yeah. do you want to do you want to destroy someone else's seven or eight hours sleep like <laughs> like you're not going to be riding every night so mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. I mean I presume you've you, you've got oh we're riding every night every night wow. I was yeah. going to say I wow. presume you've a, a, a sofa somewhere where you can sleep where you're up early in the morning or I actually have to go to bed before him so I can get asleep because he's such a terrible snorer so, I mean, I go to bed, I have to be fastly, fastly before he gets into the bed. And you're right. Like, uh, if I had the money, I'd be like, oh, I'll buy the little house next door yeah. to us mm. and we'll live separately, but together. There's no, I mean, we need to celebrate people being single and doing it alone. And there's a lot of benefits. I mean, this research showed that women are healthier, the BMI is lower, they uh, less problems with alcohol yeah. and drink. And I was telling this story that I was in um, a supermarket this week and I saw this family, right? And the mother had three kids hanging out of her and she was with her partner and we were in the vegetable section about one o'clock in the day and all I heard her was going come on kiddies let's go see if there's any wine oh yeah yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean because it yeah. can be stressful because you're living yeah. with other people big and small yeah, and yeah. there's nothing wrong we should celebrate people being single can, as well can I just ask a lot you, of benefits though, I, I, I have a lot of uh, relatives and friends between the age of 37 and 47 and you know this TikTok, TikTok. It should be TikTok by o'clock or something like that because I men aren't stressing between thirty-seven and forty-seven. Women are. Is there a higher ratio of women in the country or something? Because the rake of gorgeous-looking women. Do you know what the problem is? What men don't think they have a biological clock they, either. So if they, they want really. to do it, I mean, yeah. they just don't. Th- they just. They don't hear that clock a ticking. Tick, tick, but uh, yeah. we talked about it on the show this week as well. There is a biological clock for men as well as women. But Norma, let, let's be positive for all the married mm. people and people mm. in Rachel. What are the benefits of being in a couple or are you still waiting to find the answer? What, what, sorry, what was that question? I what are the benefits of being in a couple? Come on, it's not oh, all. Oh, I can go in and do what I like. Cause, cause, cause you he's a babysitter. Like, well, well, he's better at parenting than I am. So that's handy. That. And I, be, I mean, I presume Lau was better than you. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So that's that's what we have yeah. over over your situation. You yeah. have to be amazing. Like you have to be amazing. You have to no, be the amazing I'm, parent. I'm, I'm starting to realise I'm just not. Like <laughs> I'm just not. But do you have help around you? Do you? Do you yeah, my yeah. mum. Yeah. Um, right. But my mum's very independent as well. So you have to look. You have to have a few of them. Yeah. I have a few, few scouts. Mans. Like right now, my brother has the kids, and I scouted him now on Monday. And you have to be good at asking for help. Yeah, that was. For the first two years, I didn't. Yeah. And that's My stressful. God, I was stressed. But now, I love it. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, yeah. can you do this this day? Yeah, can and you have to find the day? right people. Because yeah. I have a mother like yours. I was like, ma'am, Les going to be away for a while. Can I have a bit of help? And she's like, sorry, I'm off with my gals to Abu yeah. Dhabi for three weeks. Her. So, her you know, life. you know, living, wrong, yeah. living her best life. She had yeah. six of us. She's like, you're on your own, you're lads. On your own. Yeah. I'm not minding. We're going to take a little break. Um, and we're going to come back. We need to talk about this new phrase that's been coined by management around the world. It's called resenteeism. Resenteeism. Have you heard that word before? Well, stay tuned. 
Jen's friends. Just friends. Yes, just friends. They're here in studio. I have Santos O'Garo and Norma Sheen in to talk about the big stories of the week that got you guys texting in and talking. And on Wednesday, we heard from listeners about how how to handle or escape from a job you aren't happy in. It's a new coin, uh, new phrase coined. It's called resenteeism. Okay, uh, Norma, you have had loads of jobs. Did you like any of them? Bridget Neyman was good. <laughs> it was. You have to say that though, because I'm sitting do. in front of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> thanks for that. Thanks, thanks for that job. You, that I still nice. stop thanking me for. No, but but you called. You you rang. I didn't have to audition. No. I'm useless at auditions. You gave me the job. Thanks. I'm grateful. But you've had so so many jobs. I, I mean, Santa's used to run a bookies. You mentioned it there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what were the different? Um, what, what were the really difficult parts of that? I'm sure there was times in your in your job where you went, I don't know if I could do this anymore. Or were there? That was kind of every day. Really? Yeah, I was, I'm was. i a really bubbly person yeah. for the most part. I like to have the crack. But like you can't really have the crack when people are coming in and they're losing money, you know. And it was really sad. And then, then I'm trying to be serious, you know. You can't be doing this. And you must have seen a, so I much saw addiction. So many, so much addiction. So many people that oh. come in from they could be CEOs, they could be drug addicts, they could be anybody, and young the, people, long, young people, which is like scary. Yeah, it's scary. Um, that's something that we don't talk about, but it's scary. Um, and I never even looked at it as an addiction. Yeah, which so is. I never looked at it until like as I got older, and because I was there seventeen years, I started out young. Half of them, like you know, would be going out at the weekend, and you see them out. So that would have been another case. But then as I got older, and saw, I really was watching, yeah. you know, these are people that you're almost growing up with, mm. and then you're seeing their partners coming in. So I just really didn't like it. And then when they lost, Jesus, you have screens smashed, threatened, mm. like you know, it was. It's scary. It's another wow. world. People, anybody who's listening and they've worked in the bookies yeah. or they've been in the bookies, you'll understand that it's literally like you live at Sub-Zero and then underneath there's a whole other world yeah. there. Um, and, and like I was brought up in a kind of a, a farm with horses. So yeah. There was a lot of, um, but I have to say my anyone I knew, they, they, they only put on what they could afford to lose. Yeah. So I don't think I knew anyone who was troubled with it. it was you we probably talk about don't even know. Yeah. If, yeah. You probably don't even know if you did. Yeah. That's the thing because it's not they don't come in the, the shape and size yeah, okay, of people okay, that. Okay, okay. So but, that um, job must have been really tough, and to do it for so long. Yeah, I mean, I did, did you feel kind of trapped in a way that you said, "Oh, there's not I, I, like I, I did because I didn't go to like college or. Yeah. Well, I did. I did go to college, but I didn't really finish it. <laughs> but a lot and of people then, say yeah. we see online, we see on Instagram, we see all these. Oh, just quit your job and run off and no. do this. But you have to have a huge amount of privilege. And money. You really do. To and do COVID. something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and actually, kind of got me out. <laughs> where I'm lucky is that even though I'm permanently unemployed, because you're back on the on the, the loser heap yeah. every few weeks. But if you're in a job that's crap, you know it's going to come to an end. I mean, well, I suppose one of the worst jobs I, I did was um, crime line or crime call or cri- oh, what's that Irish crime call? Crime call. Yeah. Um. The, it was during COVID and. Um, <laughs> They, they they needed someone. Yeah, I, they were reenacting something, oh, no. and they were like, "We need an, we need an actor who's got kids of a certain age, and they could because of COVID, you had to be related." And um, so they needed someone to. And I said, "No, I, I can't do that to my kids. Like that'd be the worst thing you could possibly Jesus. do." But you did. But I did, and I I, I took <laughs> I sold them. I sold. Well, well, I kept they kept upping the money because they were so desperate to get this reenactment. Now my kids were meant to be traumatized with these fellows with balaclavas. I swear to God, it was like clowns came in. They couldn't stop laughing. I made them turn their back to the camera, and I'm trying to be dramatic. And of course, the director's going, calm down, calm down. 
I oh my god I mean they'll never live so you did a job you didn't have resentism you made your children resent you oh they, yeah <laughs> sorry yeah. yeah yeah they did resent you a little bit um, but I mean we don't all have the privilege to go I'm just going to leave this job no, because you, you need can't. to have money in the bank you, you need to have another job to go to um, and then we were asking for advice of people who I mean it goes in peaks and troughs doesn't it sometimes we feel resentful in a job but it passes and we all have to pay the bills and yes. pay the mortgage yeah. so we were asking for advice and what do you do if you do feel that resentment towards a job a lot of great advice a lot of people saying focus on other aspects of your life you know yeah. if the whole purpose is work to you know, live there we go. Yeah. Like if you have other things, maybe take up a hobby or do something with your family or focus yeah. on your life from five to nine rather yeah. than nine to five, then that will make your job that you probably have to do a lot or easier. Or within the job, try and sidestep, upstep, backstep, upskill. Good advice. Like Self-develop yeah. to get out. Because yeah. wherever you go, yeah. there'll be a gobdaw near you who'll make your life hell. Oh, yeah. Now ex- it's always explain a gobdaw to me, Norma. Gobdaw covers the whole lot. So I won't get in trouble with gobdaw. We won't get cancelled for gobdaw because I, I kind of made it up. Yeah. So gobdaw can be a, a, like someone senior or or that's working for you <coughs> who just is making your life hell. And that's mm. creation. The resentism, the snow word. Yeah. Um, so it's to manoeuvre yourself away from gobdaw. That's a um, really good So uh, gob, gobdaw. Point. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Gobdaw. I, I can't stop saying it now. Gobdaw. It's a great word for those people who just, you yes. don't want to be around and make your life a little bit more difficult. Yeah, uh, yeah you need to kind of sidestep yeah. the gobdaw. Because the gobdaw could be lumping everything on you mm-hmm. or just not delivering. So you're picking up the pieces yeah. for gobdaw. Or gobdaw is just mean. Just mean or just going through their own crap. Yeah, yeah you God know that's part of the reasons why I paid off it? my debt so quick because I had, I was like halfway through it. I was like, I can't come in here anymore. Wow. Mm. And it was like every time I had a bad day or a gobdar, a gobdar <laughs> beside me, I was like, do you know what? Because I was going through this positive thing, going for the first time in my life. I'm not running out to buy bits and pieces. And then you had people going, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know? And I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to be away from you. And as soon as I left, I like, (laughs) they're probably listening. (laughs) I unfriended everybody. (laughs) Like, you know, I was like, woo, that was like gone. Yeah. And look at you now. Look, we're going to get to that in a second. Talk about all the amazing things that you're doing. But uh, lastly, I just want to talk about, I mean, Norma, you're in the matchmaker at the moment. Matchmaker with John Kenny touring the country, every theatre in Ireland nearly, yeah. I'm in Cockroper House next week, five seats left, yeah. Massive plug there, you just did. Uh, But I wanted to ask you, are you a good matchmaker? Oh, well, I mean, I won't bore you with the one Amy and Brian. Are you taking responsibility for Amy and Brian? Well, Joanne Byrne and Joanne Byrne was good friends with Brian. Yeah. And I was good friends with Amy. But I knew Brian through, I met him through something. Do you know, now I can't be watching the rugby. (laughs) (laughs) And I knew Amy through the clinic and um, we kind of did a a sneaky one with Amy and she came... for a drink in the Merion with me and I knew he was going to be there and I was like just come up offer to buy a drink and just be normal and he did and so cute. Um, I was I mean I was sweating pee is all I can say now I was so stressed that night because she wanted to go home she had a headache I was like you're not we, we have to have did this. you think they would be just I mean we're talking Brian O'Driscoll and Amy Hoover of course did I, I mean, think they they'd don't... be right I, I, don't know, I don't know I don't think I, I, what I did say to them if you ever treat her badly I will amputate I don't care what balls you're good at carrying <laughs> I will amputate something from you yeah, yeah. okay Okay. And they're married now, so oh, they're they're married no, they're now. Actually, do you know what? They're two messers and they laugh their heads off. So actually, you know, I wouldn't be a fan of you know, I don't a lot of people it doesn't work out. 
I think they'll they're, they're they'll be okay. Yeah, because of you, Norma. They're t- not uh, no, because because of Norma Sheen, <laughs> we have Brian and Amy and their three. Do so you take full responsibility? Booberman, Booberman, no, Booberman, Booberman. 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 Right. Booberman. We'll call them. Uh, Santa, tell us about the book. Last time you were in, there was talk of a book. Tell yeah. me about the book real quickly. The book nearly broke me writing it, but it's out now. It's the Money Mentor, and it's all about your financial wellness. Um. It speaks about my journey with dealing with money. It's a very honest account of me coming from the Caribbean, being here, adapting and using money as a shield, really, and spending money and my spending habits as a a hardcore shield Mm. for getting me through every point in my life. I just love spending. And um, I kind of come up then with tips and tricks to help you if if you're going, oh, that's like me, then this is what you do. Okay. well, listen, where can people get the book? And in all good bookstore. Is and it I, on audio yet? Yeah, I recorded an audible. I was very proud of myself. Good girl, good girl. Nearly yeah. broke me as well, but I did it. <laughs> you did it. I did it. Good the girl. Money Mentor. Go and check it out. It's a fascinating read and uh, Santa's is just amazing. Norma, you're all over the place with The Matchmaker. Where can yes. people get tickets and find out the info? God, I mean, there's the M50 tour, so that's everywhere from the Pavilion to Bray to <laughs> Civic to Dreyacht to Ballymun. Then there's down up the, the north, there's Cavan and there's Longford and there's Westport and there's Schlegel and then there's the down Thurlison and then there's the Royal the whole shebang just the whole lo- shebang your local theatre Jennifer Zapparelli weekday morning from 9 on 2FM